This week we're resharing one of our favorite episodes from the Single Tracks podcast archive. It's a conversation I had with my wife Leah about getting more women involved in mountain biking. We got a lot of great responses to this episode, so we hope you enjoy it. This episode of the Single Tracks podcast is brought to you by Outer Bike. Are you searching for your next mountain bike or just looking for an excuse to visit a premier bike destination during prime riding season? Then you should sign up for Outer Bike, taking place this summer, August 18th through the 20th at Mount Crested Butte, Colorado. Outer Bike is the best demo event in the universe, offering you the chance to ride the latest bikes from top manufacturers. And it's all taking place in Crested Butte, one of the top five mountain bike destinations in the world, according to readers of single tracks. Outerbike attendees will have lift access to the cross-country and downhill trails at Evolution Bike Park, as well as some of the area's other classic single track. Admission includes lunch each day and beer at happy hour. Visit Outerbike.com for more details and to register for the Crested Butte event. Hey everybody, welcome to the Single Tracks Podcast. Today it's me, Jeff, and I have a very special guest with us today, Leah, who's my wife and also the co-founder of Single Tracks. Welcome, Leah. Thanks, Jeff. Happy to be here, just like every day. (laughs) So today we're talking about women in mountain biking, and a lot of people may not realize this, but there aren't a lot of women in mountain biking. For Single Tracks, when we look at our demographics, It's about 85% male, 15% female. So Leah, when did you start mountain biking and how did you get started? Well, this is probably the part where you would like to get a lot of credit, but um, (laughs) because I know uh, back in high school, that's when Jeff and I started dating. He was into mountain biking then. He built some trails in his backyard and you rode a lot and talked it up, but it wasn't really until I entered college. I uh, got a job and was living in North Carolina at the time. And one of my co-workers, uh, his name is Sean Burr, we are both engineers, and he was really gung-ho on mountain biking. He, he talked about it a lot. He was kind of like your, your Mountain Dew poster boy. He was <laughs> like always amped up on the Mountain Dew and had a weekly ride that he did kind of religiously and invited me on it a lot of times. And so I, I eventually went because... You know, he had oodles of bikes in his garage. He loaned me a bike, and one day after work out in Country Park in Greensboro, North Carolina, is kind of where I had my first real mountain biking experience. It was pretty, pretty crazy. If you remember kind of your first ride, you know, you fall down a lot and those silly toe clip things that you can't get your foot into and there's all these rocks and roots. It was, it was definitely a pretty fun experience. And then, you know, I kind of kind of got addicted. Yeah, that's cool. So did you know a lot of women who were mountain bikers back then? Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not that many women. Um, so I was in college at the time. I went to Georgia Tech, so I was surrounded by a lot of men anyway. Uh, I probably knew, you know, two maybe three, closer to two, (laughs) women that rode mountain bikes that I had ridden with, and then maybe another one or two that I had encountered along the way. So, you know, I could definitely count them all on one hand here, the number of women back in the 90s. (laughs) Yeah, right. So you mentioned that was back in the 90s. Do you think it's changed a lot now? I mean, do you think there are more women 
into the sport now than, say, 10 or 15 years ago? Yeah, I think so. I feel like I've seen, you know, more women out on the trails. Also, just more people in general, you know, I even see kids out on some trails. So, you know, that's that's great for our sport that more people are getting out there and enjoying it. Yeah, it's definitely getting more diverse in terms of the types of trails and the types of bikes that are out there, too. And these days, there's just so much to choose from. It seems like there's a good bike and a good trail for everyone. And so there are kind of less excuses for people not getting into mountain biking. So what are some of the challenges that female mountain bikers face, in your opinion? Um, I, I don't know there are necessarily any different challenges that the females that we face than you know, most other mountain bikers. I think the biggest problem may be that females, us women, may get clumped into this category of, like, being a beginner um, and, like, that we're not very good at riding. But, come on, let's be honest. We were all beginners once. You know, it might not be that easy to remember what it was like, but mountain biking is kind of a tough sport to get into. You know, there's finding the bike, which I feel like is a big problem for beginners. I mean, we get that question on the forums like almost daily. What kind of bike do I need? And then does, then once you buy one, like, does it actually fit you right? Is the saddle comfortable? And then you ride it. And then there's just so much to be tweaked that, you know, is, is different for, for every person, male or female. And then, you know, there's so many other kind of little things that would be really good reasons to turn off any beginners, like the whole maintenance aspect and then getting your bike to a trail and then even the trails. Where do we go? You know, thank goodness for single tracks because <laughs> I would not know where to where to even start riding or what good trails were. Well, so. that's sort of why we started it, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But then, you know, another real barrier, and, you know, I think this maybe goes beyond even beginners is, is finding kind of good company to ride with like you know it's one thing to get so much download so much information off of the internet like from single tracks and find out where to go and um what bike is the best or tires are the best but then you know when it comes down to it maybe you want someone to like show you how to handle something on the trail or show you the right line um on a technical section on a trail and so that's kind of where if you want to get better at mountain biking you probably want to ride with people that are you know maybe a little bit better than you or at least kind of going through what you're going through so I feel like that's kind of something I feel like I am challenged by yeah yeah I mean it could definitely be especially if you're the type of person who wants to ride with a group of people who are the same gender as you it's going to be a lot tougher if you're female than if you're male in mountain biking, for sure. So you were fortunate to have a good group of women that you rode mountain bikes with when you lived in California during the early 2000s. So are any of those ladies still riding? Um, well, yeah, there, there are so many good trails in, in California. The Bay Area is kind of where I spent a lot of time. And when I moved out there, you know, I didn't really know anyone other than a few people that I had worked with and I come upon a women's cycling club called the Velo Girls. I'm pretty sure they're they're still around and active out there in the the Bay Area. I I didn't really think about it at the time. 
of, um, you know, should I go find a club that is for male or females? <laughs> this just happened to be something that was, you know, convenient, the time and place, and it was at a place that I had never ridden before, so naturally I wanted to go check it out. So we're, we're having a group ride at Skeggs. It's also known as El Corte Madera out there near Palo Alto. So I went out there. There was a great group of girls, you know, all kinds of skill levels, and, and I definitely made some very long-lasting friendships out there with some of those girls and spent a lot of time riding in that area. You know, I rode by myself sometimes, and I rode with a lot of guys out there, too, and even did a 24-hour race. Remember the days of 24 hours of adrenaline? Uh, we had a five-person all-women's team, and one of the girls on there, her name is Wendy, she still rides a lot. She actually kind of started out in BMX, and she's kind of gone back to doing that, and now she rides BMX with her two daughters, actually, and they, they race a lot, and uh, she definitely comes home with a lot of trophies. So they're, they're way into racing still. You know, it's definitely difficult, you know, kind of at our life stage. We're, you know, we're parents now, we're homeowners, and we've got all these responsibilities that we have to attend to, just, just like anyone else. And so it definitely does make it harder to find time to ride. But, but what I do love is that if you do have kids, that it's definitely something you can start sharing that passion for bikes with your children. Yeah, that's definitely something that you and I are working on with our kids. Hopefully they'll be as crazy about mountain biking as we are. So you've been in the industry for a long time, you know, starting single tracks and a few years ago working for a performance bike and marketing. So some of the stories we're hearing over the summer have been about sort of sexism in the industry, specifically on the mountain bike side. Have you experienced any of that along the way over the last several years? Well, I wouldn't necessarily call it sexism um, at the time, but but I do feel like there might have been a good old boys club where I had worked, you know, 10 years ago. You know, also it could have been the nature of the position that I had worked. I worked in the internet marketing department at Performance Bike and, you know, the internet was, e-commerce was kind of a new thing. And so I, I definitely felt like I had to work a little extra hard at my job or justify some things and, um, you know, to some of the, the higher ups, which happened to be, you know, an older male generation. So I felt like I was challenged, you know, at times I think it might've been easy to say that it was sexism, but it could just have been the nature of the job. Yeah. Those guys were scared of the internet back then a little bit. <laughs> it weren't. We all. <laughs> So would you like to see more women getting into mountain biking in the future? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I would love to see more women out there, more men even. I'm not partial, really. I, I think, <laughs> though, it's a great sport to, to get into. Um, you know, women shouldn't be getting into it just to kind of make a stand and, and make a point and be part of, you know, a growing statistic. But, you know, women should do it because... It's fun, you know, it's it's not just exercise, it's it's a real adventure, you know, you get a, a lot of really 
good experiences out there on the trail and you know you can really take you a lot of different places and see a lot of different things and and meet a lot of really cool people along the way so I definitely hope that you know more women and and other folks get into the sport. So what is the best way to get more women in the sport? How do you think we can work to get more women involved? Well, we're all mountain bikers here on single tracks and so I you know I've been thinking about this I think the best way is, you know, not for to wait for people in the industry to to do it or some huge movement to come. You know, I think that we can all do something. We can invite somebody out there. You know, invite women or invite a coworker or, or whoever and you know, they may not be equipped, right? So I know you guys sitting out there have more than one bike. So even if you don't, it's pretty easy to to borrow one or to rent one from a local bike shop or something. And um, I just would, would have one tip, though. You know, when you get on the trail with somebody new that's never been on there, maybe don't even Strava this ride. Just kind of go out there and don't forget that they're not as good as you and please wait for them at all the intersections. You know, that's kind of just the nice (laughs) thing to do. So um, you are a beginner once, we are all beginners once. So you'd want to help them get set up on their bikes and help them have a good time out there. Yeah, I think that's, that's a really good tip. I mean, because we get a lot of times too, it's men on single tracks asking the question, how do I get my girlfriend involved? Or how do I get my wife involved? And a lot of times, Yeah. I mean, the question is, have you even asked her? Maybe it's that easy for a lot of people. It's just, you know, taking an interest and making it easy for them to get involved. I know my friend Chris Kelly just recently got a bike to keep at his house just as like a loner bike so that he could invite people that have never been mountain biking. And he actually, I actually saw he had a good post on his personal blog yesterday about that. Basically just making it easy for when he invites somebody, he can say, hey, read this. This is everything you need to know about getting started down to like, when when I say let's meet at 3.30 for a ride, does that mean like we're going to start at 3.30 or does that mean like you, we're going to start getting ready at 3.30, you know, all the way down to what do we do after the ride? What happens if I get lost? I think we could all do a good job of making it easier for beginners to get involved with mountain biking and to get started. And, and maybe since women are, are so underrepresented in our sport, a lot of them are coming at it brand new eyes and have never done it before. And so, yeah, if we make it easy for them, I think that's, that's excellent. What do you think about the equipment that's available to women these days? Have you had a hard time finding bikes that fit you or clothing or that kind of thing? What's, what's been your experience with that? Uh, so I, I used to have a big problem finding bikes. You know, I'm five feet tall. I don't know if that's evident on the internet or not, but I'm a pretty <laughs> sound five small. Feet tall. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> so I had a lot of trouble finding an, an extra small bike or, or even an extra, extra small bike. I think, you know, my first bike probably was like a 13 and a half inch frame. Um, yeah, they just didn't used to make them that small. And now it's hard too. I mean, a lot of the suspension designs and things, you can't make them that small. And especially, yeah, with like huge wheels now, 29ers. I mean, forget about it, right? Well, I've ridden a, well, demoed a a, a 29er and a 27.5. And I I definitely find it a little bit 
awkward compared to, you know, when I'm used to the, the good old 26ers. <laughs> um, but you know, that's, that's geometry is, is geometry. If it doesn't work for you, if it's not comfortable, then, you know, there's no shame in riding 26 inches out there. I'll, you know, can still hang with the best of them. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, a lot of it is about sizing and not necessarily, I mean, do you think there are certain products that need to be made specifically for women or is it more just about getting the right sizes for people of all sizes? Yeah, sizing is is definitely key. And and I think you won't know this until you jump on a bike that's too big. So, you know, definitely erring on the side of smaller is is good, I feel like. Uh, And a lot of the women-specific bikes out there, you know, it's it's interesting when you actually get down to it and you compare the geometry specs to a, I don't know, is it called a male bike? <laughs> a regular mountain bike out there. When you come down to it, the geometry is, is pretty similar for the average height person mm-hmm. on, on both sides of the gender. But when you do get to the smaller end where I am, if you're shorter, you have a little bit shorter legs or a shorter torso or shorter arm lengths, then then you definitely want to think about customizing things like your handlebars and stems and even your your crank. So, you know, I wouldn't depend on a a women specific bike or or even a a regular off the shelf bike to to have these custom specs for you. So that's definitely something we gotta take upon ourselves, you know, as women, as guys to kind of take a look at that stuff to make it fit for you. So the old industry adage about women's mountain bike equipment to shrink it and pink it, that's only half right, right? You just need to shrink it. You don't really care if it's pink, right? Well, you know, a lot of people like pink. I'm not opposed to to pink. I know a lot of guys that like to rock pink, right? That's so true. It's a gender neutral color. It sure is. It is now. But yeah, the shrinking it, you, you may, you, you got to shrink it if you're you're shrunk like me. You're short, smaller than the the average person. I think that it's it's definitely something to be conscious of. But if you're, you know, an average size person and don't take that, you know, personally, then you know what? By all means, you have a lot of bikes to choose from out there. There, there's no shortage of of bikes. Yeah. Well, and getting back to you know, kind of where we all started with this. In talking about the percentage of mountain bikers who are women, it's anywhere from 10 to being generous, say 20% of the market. And and it's understandable. 80% of your customers are men, then you really don't have a lot of resources to invest in creating products for that 20%. You know, some companies have made bigger strides than others, but at the end of the day, it's not, in my opinion, it's not some industry conspiracy. It's just that the numbers, the way they are now, don't add up. But I think following your advice to invite more women, I mean, I think that's the way we're going to grow it. It's not by just putting out more women's products. You know, that's not going to attract women. It's it's more we'll react to that, you know, once it actually happens. Ladies, you don't have to sit around waiting for a Evite or someone to ask you to, to go on a ride. You know, there's plenty of local cycling clubs, a lot of female focused if that makes you more comfortable if you want to ride with with just women there's there's plenty of clubs that you can find and even a lot of local bike shops put on some group rides that are you know low pressure and have people riding of all skill levels so 
give it a try. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Invite yourself or extend an invitation to someone who maybe hasn't tried it before. Cool. Thanks again, Leah. See you next time. Peace. Peace.